Hi, and welcome. You're listening to the X-22 Report. My name is Dave, and this is episode 2350B, and today's date is December 10th, 2020, and the title of the episode is Impossible to Clean Military Support Ending Closing act. Let's talk about our health. I tried the keto diet, but it wasn't for me. It's not for most people. It isn't feasible or convenient diet for the typical person because it requires cutting out all carbs. Many don't have the option or desire to cut out pasta, fruit, and bread from their diet. This is why I take keto with X22. I have already have more toned body, improved metabolism, increased energy, and better appetite control. Keto Elevate also has made my skin more youthful, enhanced my mental focus. I still have all my favorite carbs like alcohol or pastries on keto with X22. And the magic of this is that I experience the benefits of keto keto diet like increased ketones without having to keep up a strict no-carb diet. As a bonus, you get free shipping, free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, and a free e-report on the 14 top ketogenic foods if you order today. You'll also be feeding a child in need. With every order, a nutritious meal will be delivered to a hungry child in your honor. They have already provided over 4.4 million nutritious meals to starving children. Help them reach 5.5 million this year. Get yourself a bag of keto with X22 today while it's still 51% off. As an added bonus, if you order today, you'll get free shipping, free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life a free e-report on the top 14 ketogenic foods a 60-day money-back guarantee go to keto with x22.com or click the link in the description let's get into the economic collapse political and geopolitical news now everything the deep state the mainstream media the central bank the invisible enemy has been trying to do trump in the end is going to use this against them think about what has happened since the pandemic Think, actually go back to when Trump was president in 2016, when he was inaugurated. Think about all the things that have happened since then with the fake news with Russian collusion, the fake news with impeachment, the fake news with with almost everything that we've seen. Think about then the pandemic. Think about how these individuals are taking away the people's constitutional rights. Think about how they are breaking their own executive orders where, like Nancy Pelosi, is going out to get her hair done, people are going on vacation, people are having dinners, people are at country clubs, and these are the leaders that tell the people, and these are the mayors, the governors, telling the people, listen, you need to follow these orders or this virus is going to spread, and then they go ahead and break it. And remember, all these laws that they passed during this period of time was because of the pandemic. Now, Trump and the Patriots, they knew their entire playbook. They knew what they were trying to do. Trump and the Patriots, they knew that they had to expose their entire system to the country, to the people, to the world, because the world is watching. They allowed the people to see this firsthand. They allowed the people to experience this. Why? Why did the people have to see this? Because when you want change, when you push for change, people have to learn from it. You have to understand why you want change. If just Trump came out in 2016 and decided to arrest Hillary Clinton, Obama, and the rest, people would have cheered, yes. Everyone would have been very, very happy. And 
what would have happened next? Did you learn anything from it? Did you experience anything? Those people that are sleeping, did they learn or experience anything? Or did they just hear about arrests? That's if the mainstream media actually reported on it. Now we know that it was going to be impossible because of all the blocks that weren't put into place. But let's just say that happened. The people who were sleeping, who were not awake, and there were a lot of people sleeping at that time, they would have learned absolutely nothing. They would have experienced nothing. They couldn't use this to tell future generations of why we fought for freedom, for change. What do you think would have happened in the next couple of years? The deep state would have just come right back. Why? Because the people had no knowledge of anything else except arrests. They didn't learn anything from it. They didn't have the fight to demand freedom once again. Think about a person who's trying to lose weight. If you gave them a magical pill and they drop 50 pounds with this magical pill, do they know how to lose weight? Do they understand how to lose weight? No, all they understand is that magical pill. If the magical pill goes away, what happens? Can they lose weight? No, what about the person that took six, eight, nine months, a year to lose the weight? Can they do that over and over and over again if they had to? Absolutely, why? Because they've learned how to do it. It's the same thing with someone who receives a fish. Yes, you can give someone a fish, They'll eat the fish and what happens when they're hungry again and nobody delivers the fish? Well, they stay hungry. If you teach the person how to fish, what can they do? They can feed themselves. The same thing with freedom. You have to experience it. You have to educate yourself. You have to understand it. You have to feel it because then you can teach it to others of why we fought for freedom. This is what happened after the Revolutionary War. Generation after generation after generation, they were able to tell people what they went through, why it was so important. Yes, over time, it gets lost because people forget. But we have to do this so we can teach the young and they can teach their young and so forth. Yes, it will not last forever. Actually, our founding fathers told us we've given you freedom for 200 years. You're going to have to fight for it once again. And here we are today. We are fighting for it once again, and we're experiencing it. We understand what freedom is. We understand the constitution. People are being introduced to the constitution once again. Remember the deep state, they tried to get rid of the constitution. They didn't want to teach it in schools. Actually, they were, they were beginning to rewrite the Constitution in textbooks. And now Trump and the Patriots, they're showing us what, it, what, what, what the cost is to get freedom back. Now, we could have had it two ways. We could have gone the way of war where people were dying around us or we could have taken the long way around and actually trapped the deep state in their own playbook. And I do believe this is what Trump and the Patriots have been doing. And we can see that these players, these deep state players and the foot soldiers, they are panicking. 
if they were so sure they wouldn't need censorship, they wouldn't need labels, they wouldn't tweet out that this is ridiculous. Why? Because they're in control. I actually think about the 2016 election. Did they seem too worried about winning the election in 2016 against Trump? No. Was there really any censorship? No. Were there a lot of labels, election labels? No. Why? Because they thought they were in control. What's happening now? You see the complete opposite because they're not in control. They're trying to take back control, but they're not in control. Actually, Hillary Clinton, she tweeted this out. The election was not close. There was no evidence of fraud. The states have certified the results. Yet Trump continues to try to overturn the election at the expense of our democracy. The emperor has no clothes. Republican elects who continue to humor him have no spines. Well, if the states certified, which they did, 50 states certified the election results, why is she so worried? Why would she have to tweet this out? Why didn't she just tweet out that Biden is the president, 50 states certified the results? Because she knows that this is meaningless. She knows the Texas lawsuit is going to the Supreme Court. She knows the Constitution is going to win out on all of this. And she knows there is election fraud. We're seeing it all over the place. It's being uncovered every single day. Kanakoa tweeted this out. Watch the, this demonstration of Dominion's adjudication process. Now ask yourself, why did these counties adjudicate so many ballots and how many ballots were adjudicated around the country? Fulton, 106,000. Gwinnett, 80,000. Maricopa, 28,000. Let me continue with the thread here. Dominion, scan batches of ballots multiple times. Scan and vote with blank ballots. Decide voters' intent. So what they were doing here is they can scan blank ballots. They can pick who they wanted. They can switch the votes at any time using this system. And they can scan the ballot in over and over and over. So why was this system approved? And the person who was watching this video, and I mean, watching this in real time in the background said, who approved this system? Why was this even approved? And we can see that this whole system was designed with fraud in mind. There's no security. There's no safety measures. Anybody can do anything with these votes. Let me just continue with the thread here. Gwinnett County adjudicated 80,000. In Gwinnett County, located northeast of Atlanta, as many as 80,000 absentee ballots were flagged for adjudication process, said county spokesman Joe Sorensen. So 80,000 ballots, they were put back into the system and the person was able to choose who these people were voting for. In Maricopa County, 28,000 ballots. And this just didn't happen in one area. It happened in many, many areas. And Ron, Code, uh, Code Monkey Z, tweeted this out. Dominion's digital adjudication process is where your vote was most likely stolen. And it most likely was. Now, yes, there are other problems with the systems, using fractional voting, giving votes and flipping votes. We have mail-in ballot problems. We have a lot of problems here. And he continued, gee, if only we did a review of these machines before the election, 
Who signed off on these? I wonder who. And David Schaefer tweeted this out about Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. It has been more than two weeks since Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger personally promised to issue an official election bulletin allowing our monitors to view the absentee ballot verification process. His office promised again last week and promised again today. The same thing happened in the general elections, which is why we took the extraordinary step of joining the Republican National Committee in suing him. From an email sent to Georgia Secretary of State by Georgia Republicans Executive Director Stuart Bragg, we need your action immediately to secure the January 5th runoff elections and prevent a repeat of the dumpster fire that your office keeps absurdly calling an amazing success. And people are upset. And if you notice, none of these people are getting back to these individuals. No one's hearing from them. Why? Trump tweeted this out. People are upset and they have a right to be. Georgia not only supported Trump in 2016, but now this is the only state in the deep South that went for Biden. Had they lost their minds? This is going to escalate dramatically. This is a very dangerous moment in our history. The fact that our country is being stolen, a coup is taking place in front of our eyes and the public can't take this anymore. A Trump fan at Georgia rally on at OANN bad. Yes, the people cannot take this anymore. They're seeing it. They know it's a coup. They know it doesn't make sense. And with the evidence that's pouring out, you can see that this was a plan by the deep state to win by any means necessary. Now, the election wizard tweeted this out in Wisconsin. Trump lawyer shows photo from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, where a ballot drop box was simultaneously used not only to collect ballots, but also to collect water bills, parking tickets, and taxes. Lawyer points out that people, other than election officials, likely had access to this ballot drop box to collect the items pertaining to city business. Lawyer says state of Wisconsin can't provide any standards for how drop boxes were used. Now, this is another problem. If you notice, they're bringing up problem after problem after problem. And this goes against all rules, all regulations, and all laws. This is why they're bringing up each one of these at each one of these hearings. Because when you start to put it all together, you start to see the bigger picture. That it wasn't just one little localized area. It wasn't just the Dominion machines. It was everywhere. The drop boxes, the suitcases under the table where they told everyone to leave and they started to count the ballots. You see it all over the place. The shredding machines, the USPS contractors who are driving the trucks with ballots and they were told to go to all different areas. All of this doesn't make sense. Let me continue with the election wizard. Donald Trump's lawyer says rules for electing the president should be at least as strict as the rules for winning an Olympic medal. Lawyer points out that the Olympics strip medals from athletes when it finds those athletes violated the rules and cheated. Now that's a really good point. So 50 states already certified the election. Hillary Clinton is panicking. She wouldn't have put that tweet out if she was in control. She knows that if the Supreme Court, they see the evidence that all of this was unconstitutional and it went against the Constitution, that this can be reversed. 
which it will be. This is why she's panicking. Trump continued and he tweeted this out. How can you give an election to someone who lost the election by hundreds of thousands of legal votes in each swing state? How can a country be run by an illegitimate president? Now, is he talking about Biden or Obama? Maybe both. That's what it sounds like. He said the Supreme Court has a chance to save our country from the greatest election abuse in history of the United States. 78% of the people feel they know the election was rigged. And yes, people are starting to realize this. This is the learning phase. That's what we're in right now. People are learning about the election fraud. They're seeing evidence. They're learning about the Constitution. They're learning about that something strange happened during election night where the counting was stopped and people are asking questions. This is about educating the population, waking them up and having them ask questions. Because without going through all this, how do you stop it the next time? How do you make sure it doesn't happen the next time unless you really see it and understand it? And that's what we're going through right now. Remember, you you saw the pandemic. We're still seeing the pandemic. And you see certain mayors, governors, which are the dictators taking away the people's rights. They're trying to stop people from going to church, going to temple, going to mosque, to pray. Well, that's a violation of the Constitution. No, there's nothing in the Constitution that says if there's a pandemic, you can't do this. They just made that up. People's lives are being ruined because these individuals with this virus, which is not deadly, they're telling everyone you can't go to work, but they can go out and dine. They can get haircuts. They can go on vacation. They can have essential businesses like movie production, Home Depot and the rest. They can all stay open and have business. Why is that? I mean, there's the virus that's smart. It knows not to attack people in those type of businesses, but small businesses, well, it knows that if you're in a small business, we're going to infect you. No, this is all about their agenda. Now, it seems that 20 states and I think two territories in D.C., they file briefs in opposition to Texas. And we know what states those are. California, New York, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland, Virginia, and all the rest. Yes, they're filing against this. Does that mean anything? No, because it's going to go to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court is going to look at the Constitution, period. But we have the states of Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, Utah. They have undersigned counsel and they filed motions for leave to intervene in this action and join the plaintiff's bill of complaint. Ohio, well, they're not endorsing Texas proposed relief, but it does endorse its call for ruling on the remaining, uh, on the meaning of the electoral clause. So they're going to listen to the Supreme Court and the Constitution. Now think of the strategy here. Think about what Trump and the Patriots have been doing this whole time. And it seems like the pandemic, the riots, and everything that we've been experiencing, censorship, it seems that it's all separate and apart, but it really isn't. It's all part of the same strategy to break the entire system. Remember, Q has told us this. 
Let's talk about our health. Collagen is an essential building block in the youthfulness and glow of your appearance. Up to 90% of your skin is made up of collagen. After 20 years, this essential ingredient decreases its natural production in your body by 10% every decade. That's why those who increase their collagen intake report experiencing younger-looking skin and youthful glow. It restores and strengthens their skin, hair, nails, teeth, muscles, joints, and gut health. Get yourself a bag of Aegis Multi-Collagen today while it's still 51% off. As an added bonus, if you order today, you'll get free shipping, free VIP Life Health, a fitness coaching for life, a free e-report on 14 foods for amazing looking skin and a 60 day money back guarantee. So go to healthwithx22.com or click the link in the description. That sometimes you must show the people, you must bring the people to the precipice of destruction. So with everything that's going on, people are getting a front row seat to the deep state, to corruption on how they operate and how they want to take away your constitutional rights. Because think about it, a year before this, if he just came out and said, listen, uh, there's going to be governors and mayors, they're going to say that you can't go to church, you can't go to temple, you can't go to the mosque to pray. Uh, They're going to tell you that because of this dangerous virus, we're going to have to remove your constitutional right. You would say that's absolutely ridiculous because the Constitution says I have the right to do this. If I told you that they were going to censor people where they're going to read your DMs. They're not going to allow you to send certain information. They're just going to take Twitter accounts uh, down. Actually, they're going to take representative accounts down, senators accounts down. They're going to put labels on the president. You think it would be absolutely crazy. This is why you needed to see it and understand it. Now let's think of the strategy here. And remember, think of everything that's going on. So Texas They're arguing that these states violated the electorals, lecturers clause of the constitution because they made changes to voting rules and procedures through the courts or through executive actions. But they didn't do it through the state legislatures, which they're supposed to do. They decided to do it this way because of the pandemic. Remember that, keep that in your mind. So casting and counting of ballots in violated state law, which in turn violated the electorals, electors clause of Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 of the U.S. Constitution. Texas is asking the Supreme Court to order the states to allow their legislators to appoint their electors. This should be successful when this is brought up to the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court's going to look at the Constitution and they're going to say, yes, this is what the Constitution states. We must follow this. So why were the governor's of each one of these states, why were they making changes? Well, they were using the pandemic, COVID, right? They were making these changes because of the pandemic. They're saying, well, people can't go out to vote because of the pandemic. We have to have mail-in voting. We have to change the timeframe of when the votes can be counted. And if some come in late, we should allow this. I mean, think about why they said if some come in late, because They needed to see how much they're losing by to make up the difference. So they had to pause the elections and this is why they needed time to make up the difference. But all of this was done during the pandemic. They wrote what? Executive orders. They created laws on their own, not through the legislature. Remember when Kaylee, the White House press secretary came out and she showed individuals, different governors violating their own executive orders, showed Nancy Pelosi, Newsom, Cuomo, and the rest, 
They were all violating their executive orders, uh, Governor Whitmer's husband, and it goes on and on and on. Do you think this was just done just to do it and it was for shock value? Or do you think there was something else that was going on? This is going to be used against them. Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 is very, very clear. There's nothing in there that talks about a pandemic. The Constitution doesn't say if we're in a crisis, the governors can make the laws. They can change the election laws without the legislators. It doesn't say anything like that. So what argument are they going to use? They're going to use the pandemic argument. And all of a sudden, they're going to show, and I'm talking about Texas, Trump, and the rest, they're going to show all these individuals who told their people they have to be in lockdown, they can't go out and vote, and this is why we need these laws, these election laws, where it says uh, we need extra days, we need to do mail-in ballots, because people, they can't go out because it's too dangerous. And they're going to show all these people breaking their own rules. They went to country clubs. They got their hair done. They took vacations. They did everything the opposite of what they were telling the people. This is going to come back to haunt them. Because this is going to show that we never needed those laws. And those laws were completely illegal. Because if they can go out shopping, if they can go out to eat, if they can get their hair done, people can just go out and vote. We never had to change the rules. There was no reason to change the rules. And the Constitution doesn't allow for this. So this is all going to come back and it's going to hit them right in the butt. And they're going to be in trouble. And they're going to lose. All of this is connected It's connected all the way back to the Constitution. Think about the pandemic, removing your rights back to the Constitution, changing the election laws back to the Constitution, allowing uh, rioters to destroy businesses and and take away your right to safety goes back to the Constitution. Everything goes back to the Constitution. And once this all starts to happen, it's going to completely fail. Their entire plan is going to completely fail. And this is why Hillary Clinton is so panicked right now. This is why the mainstream media is panicked. Why do you think they didn't allow the Hunter Biden laptop story to come out before the elections? Was it because it was fake? No, they knew it was real. They knew exactly what was going on. They had instructions. Actually, remember from NPR, this is what they put out there. We don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories. And we don't want to waste, t- waste the listeners and readers' time on stories that are just pure distractions. This was before the election. After the election, what have we come to find out? That Hunter Biden is being investigated for money laundering, for tax evasion. And now all of a sudden, we have the same mainstream media. They're out there mentioning it this is what jake tapper put out federal criminal investigation into hunter biden's focuses on his business dealings in china well richard grinnell responded to jake tapper and said this story broke in october you didn't do it then were you instructed to ignore it until after the election interesting 
Stephen Miller tweeted this out. So basically, every single thing New York Post reported and Bobulinski confirmed and Twitter censored, YouTube censored, and everything else got censored, the story at the behest and to the cheers of journalists. It's okay to report it now because these guys are off the hook for another four years of Trump. No one's screaming at them about emails now. Just incredible cowardice, all of them. Maybe it changes the outcome, maybe it doesn't. And that is 100% completely beside the point of what happened here. And we need to remember that Hunter Biden, he was under investigation since 2018. The laptop story came out and they told everyone that this is a fake story. What did they do to the New York Post? They censored them, they banned them. In YouTube, what happened? They shut down all the channels that talked about Hunter Biden. They called it harassment. And this is a true story. Donald Trump Jr. tweeted this out. It's almost like the media was trying to protect Joe Biden and didn't want to report anything that could hurt him before the election. Trump tweeted this out. 10% of voters would have changed their vote if they knew about Hunter Biden. Miranda Devine at New York Post at Tucker Carlson. But I won anyway. Yes, I think more people would have changed their vote if the story actually came out and they didn't censor. This is what they were afraid of. This is what they were protecting. Now, when you step back and you look at the election fraud, you look at the censorship of the laptop story and you look what they have done. It was all to get Biden to where he is now. And now they don't care because they do believe that Biden is going to be the president, which means nothing's going to happen. Well, that's not what's going to happen. Remember, this is a sting operation. This is an operation like we've never seen before. And at each phase, what is Trump doing? He's removing their weapons. Think about what happened with CISA, how they removed those two individuals. Think about Esper. He removed Esper, replaced him with Chris Miller. You don't do this ahead of time. You allow the deep state to think that they're in control. And at the right moment, you pull the rug from out of, from under them. And Grinnell, he was on and he was talking about all of this with Swalwell and everything. And that's another story that came out. Now we're seeing stories about China. We're, we're seeing stories about how all these representative governors are in line with China, how they were accepting gifts from China. Think about all the colleges that have been accepting millions and millions of dollars from China. Remember, we've always been told, always been told that this is infiltration from within. And this is just the tip of the iceberg because now we have Swalwell who was out there bashing Trump and now he's in trouble. And of course, he wants to find out who leaked the story. He's, that's his biggest concern. Well, who leaked the story? Well, how about you being on the intelligence committee, having intimate relationships with a Chinese spy? I think that's the bigger problem, but he doesn't want anyone to talk about that. And Pelosi She's a little bit worried, but listen to Grinnell. He breaks this down and says, this is just the beginning. Swalwell did exactly what the Chinese wanted. We need to figure out, are there others? And I can tell you without giving away too much intelligence, this is the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the leverage that China is putting on our politicians. There's many, many more. 
Uh, wouldn't the Bidens be up there in that category? There's a variety of mayors, governors, senior people. Look, wow. the other thing that, that we've got to point whoa. to is, whoa. is that Eric Swalwell said. I can't let you said, gloss over that. Mayors, governors, senior officials, what? There's a whole bunch, Sean, and more should uh, be coming out. They've all received defensive briefings, and there's a lot more to it. This is the tip of the iceberg. And this is just the beginning. And Pelosi, well, she was being asked questions about Swalwell's interaction with the Chinese spy. And she went off course and started to talk about QAnon. Because you can see how panicked she is. Take a listen to what she said. That several members had been approached. Hmm? Were you briefed on that? We, we were all at the same moment. The House Republican and Democratic leaders and the uh, leadership of the committee were briefed at the same moment. Make sure you know that because he keeps going around saying, when did they know? We knew when they knew. And that, at that time, that was the end of it. But you know what he's trying to do? He's trying to deflect attention from the fact that he has QAnon in his uh, his delegation over there. Uh, and that, I think, is a danger uh, to in, in uh, terms of our debate here about, uh, you know, what what the possibilities are for undue influence uh, in, uh, to members of Congress. So the question is, if Pelosi knew, Schiff knew, why did they keep him on the Intel Committee? That's interesting. And remember, this individual, Christine Fang, she was a Chinese spy. But the question is, was she on the DNC payroll? Ron tweeted this out. It's the Democratic Party. And Christine Fang was receiving $1,274 salary on 10-14-2016, on 10-28, on 11-15, and all these different dates where she was receiving money. Why? What was going on there? And Richard Grinnell said there must be a full classified briefing for the Senate and House Intel Committees about Swalwell and his spy scandal. Swalwell downplayed the China threat, and he says Nancy Pelosi and Schiff were aware of his activities. Well, if they were aware, seems like we're in bigger trouble than we thought. That means that implicates them. And you can see Nancy is panicking over this. And then we come to Dianne Feinstein. Remember, she had a driver who was a Chinese spy. She didn't even know it. She was on the Intelligence Committee also in the Senate. And it seems that she has the same problem as Joe Biden now, where her staffers are saying that she's in a serious cognitive decline right now. So they're saying that during routine briefings, she's often asking her employees why they failed to brief her about something they recently discussed. She forgot about it. She asked questions over and over, even though they're discussing it. It sounds like she has the same thing that Joe Biden has. Why would this be happening right now? Very interesting. Is it because they know the jig is up? I do believe so. And then we have this from Technofog. Says, interesting. Dennis McCona is near the top of our list of suspects who leaked the Flynn Kislyak call to Washington Post. McDonough was at the January 5th, 2017 White House meeting discussing Flynn and Kislyak. McDonough unmasked Flynn on January 5th, 2017. The leak was on January 5th, 2017. Motive with Obama to remove Flynn. 
It's funny how this information is all coming out. And this individual is the chief of staff to the president of the United States. Who was it? Dennis McDonough. So this individual is now being brought up, connecting it to Obama. Very, very interesting. And we also come to find out that after four years, the FBI finally admits they're holding Seth Rich's laptop. Now, did they come out and say this because they think Biden is the president now and nothing's going to happen? It's starting to seem that way. And we also have the 48 states, the attorney generals, they've come out and they said they're going to be filing an antitrust push to break up Facebook. They're going after big tech. And we can see that things are starting to fall apart. Now, we know that censorship is coming. And if you're listening to me on YouTube, once again, I am not on YouTube. Those are pirated channels where they're downloading the reports, either from BitChute or Rumble, wherever they're getting it, and they're just putting it up there. Yeah, sometimes they replace the graphics. They put other things up there or they keep it the exact same thing. But that is, I have nothing to do with those channels. If anything should happen, just remember, write it down, x22report.com. Go to that site. If you want to be on the email list, it's completely free. If something happens, I will email you where to go next. But Trump has been pushing for Section 230. I think he knew that censorship was coming. He was trying to get the Republicans, maybe some Democrats, to push 230 because, you know, they've been talking a lot about this and how they want to rein in the big tech companies. And we see that none of them have done anything. So the House passed a bulletproof national defense authorization bill. It's veto-proof. And which means that Trump can't veto it. But it seems that Rand Paul right now, he has put the brakes on the defense authorization bill that is going through Congress. And he's saying that he he's very concerned about the language added by Liz Cheney. And he argues that it would limit the president's ability to withdraw troops from a war zone like Afghanistan. So he just put the brakes on it. And remember, the Senate was the key. And it seems that's in a holding position right now. And I wonder if they're just going to keep it in a holding position or send it right back to the House. We'll see what happens. But we see something else that happened today. We see another historic breakthrough. Trump tweeted this out. Our two great friends, Israel and the Kingdom of Morocco, have agreed to full diplomatic relations, a massive breakthrough for peace in the Middle East. He continued, Morocco recognized the United States in 1777. It is thus fitting we recognize their sovereignty over the Western Sahara. So this is the fourth peace deal already. And we can see peace is happening throughout the Middle East. This is something the deep state does not want. And then we have the next thing that just happened. We know that Esper, the defense secretary, was removed and Chris Miller was put into that position. We know Ezra Cohen-Watnick was put into position And it seems that Chris Miller has now warned Gina Haspel, who's head of the CIA, that counterterrorism support from the Pentagon to the CIA is in jeopardy as the result of a review ordered by Ezra Cohen-Watnick. Now that is very interesting, which means the CIA has lost their forces. And it seems that Gina Haspel, she might be on the chopping block. But let's go back to post 129. 
it says closing act and in brackets it said cia dismantled impossible to clean operations no such agency nsa and it seems that trump at the last hour here he's removing each part of their system and they're panicking Think about when he removed Esper and put Chris Miller in. They freaked out. Think about when they removed Krepnek from CISA and Ray from CISA. That is the DHS part of the uh, election uh, cyber force that makes sure that the election is secure to cyber attacks and anything else. And Trump has removed all of these pieces at the last moment. And now we see that the CIA, well... They don't have their counterterrorism support from the Pentagon. This is very interesting. He's removing each piece. He's going to strip them down. They're going to be naked and they will have no protections. I mean, there's many different levels of pain. They're feeling pain right now because remember, they thought they had this. Listen, we have it. We've cheated. We have Biden. As the president-elect, we have CISA that's going to certify that there were no cyber attacks, that the election was secure. We have the CIA all ready to go. We have Esper, so Trump can't do anything. Esper is going to follow our rules. Everything was removed. This is the art of war, making your enemy feel like they're in control and at the last moment pulling the rug from out from under them. And now they're losing control. And they're panicking because now the cases are going to the Supreme Court. The cases jumped over all the lower courts, all those little blocks, and the state filed the case, which allows the state to go right to the Supreme Court. And other states are joining on. Now the Supreme Court has to look at the Constitution. The Constitution is the people's weapon. The Constitution is truth and facts. We, the people, are taking back our country. Listen, everyone, thanks a lot for listening. Be well, be safe, and especially be prepared. Thanks a lot.